Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you? I think I think it's a TikTok. Have you? I just laying in bed watched it this morning and just laughed for so long to myself. But it's like an Australian radio show or something, or a podcast. And a guy calls in. He's like, "Have you ever thought about how, if you're with one of your friends, let's say we're all we're all hanging out at a pool, and Sean's like, guys, I." I peed in the pool. He'd be like, oh, that's gross, man. Like, get out of the pool next time. <laughs> but if Sean got out of the pool, took his pants down and pissed into the pool, we would never talk to Sean again. <laughs> but, but it's the exact same thing. That's so funny. Mm, it's not the- <laughs> it's not the exact same thing. You, you're kind of making a big it, show of it. Yeah. yeah. The presentation. Even if you didn't make a big show, if you just if you just looked over and Sean was just peeing in the pool Mm -hmm. from from the side, he's like a little privacy, please. (laughs) You'd be like, get in the pool, man. Jeez. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs. Or Dundamip, then the people versus paper people. Dundamip, then the people versus paper people. Dundamip, then the people versus paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and special projects manager, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, founder of Diversity Tomorrow, because today is almost over. <laughs> and with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. I wish my gym didn't allow full nudity in the locker room. Okay, some of these old guys walking around naked feels almost passive aggressive. But I deal with it because it's policy. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Nope. <laughs> nudity makes me uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week is a mailbag episode. We've got lots of voicemails, um, some feedback on our cringe moments draft episode from last week. And, of course, uh, if we have time at the end, uh, we should have some tapas Swiss miss from Edwin over there in mm. Zurich. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get started, uh, Alex, any housekeeping to start us off with? Just our... Just our... Just our every, every episode shout out for our Patreon community, the Scott's Tots. Join us, five bucks a month, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Get our monthly mailbag exclusive episodes. Get ad free, our whole podcast feed without any of those bothersome ads. Although we are fantastic at reading ads. So if you mm-hmm. like ads, you know, you can still listen to our regular feed. 
Mm. Uh, we got bonus. We got Ted Lasso series on there. We got some unreleased episodes. We got a couple draft episodes on there. All sorts of good stuff. So get in there because uh, it's heating up. We got a lot of folks. Gift. You know what? Holidays coming up. Go ahead and gift a top <laughs> membership to your loved one or to your friend. Just That's a great idea. idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a great idea. Well, uh, yes, thank you, Alex. Check us out on Patreon if you need if you need more Michael Scott Podcast Company content. Uh, but let's get we into... We have some voicemails today saying that we need more, guys. It's so, there. It's there for it's the there. taking. It's all there. Mm-hmm. Call them in, guys. <laughs> Call them in. <laughs> okay. Phones are lighting up. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get into it, guys. Um, uh, I think we are going to start with um, some feedback from last week's yes. episode. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Before we get into the voicemails this week, we are going to listen to a voicemail. Uh, about our cringe draft and then we have a bunch of different responses a lot of people wrote in, wrote in about cringe stuff we missed so uh we'll kick it off here with the voicemail from karen in ohio what up cynthia this is karen i'm from dayton ohio um i'm one of your top yeah and really really Heck appreciate yeah. the show and everything you guys do love listening to it um, love hearing about Edwin's adventures now um, with the top of the and all of those things. So thanks for everything you do. I just got done listening to the cringe draft episode. And I just had to bring up like literally the one that would be first on my draft list and it wasn't even mentioned would be I just have four words for you. Slum, Dunder, Miss, Linair. Like <laughs> Slum, Dunder, Miss, Linair is to me so, so, so That's cringy. Um, you know, not the least of which is just letting the one branch know that they're going to totally be closed <laughs> down. But especially the part where they start talking about, like, Robert Mifflin, how he had a great life, but he suffered from depression for $250. How did he kill himself? Like, just, <laughs> like it just makes me so uncomfortable, but in such a great way. I just love that part. So anyway, just wanted to, to shout out my personal cringe draft moment. Um, again, thanks you guys for all you do, and uh, stay safe. Good to be <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Yeah. That is a good one. I didn't Very good moment. Yeah, I agree, and I didn't think about it, but uh, yeah, kicking off the voicemail episode in style, that was a... Uh, when you think about that moment, I think it gets overshadowed a little bit by uh, the volleyball game, maybe, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, everything else that happens in that episode, but uh, it is easy. It's easily one of the most cringy sequences on The Office. It really is, most definitely. Uh, and you know, when we talk about uh, it, it's come up so many times. I know, um, like Steve Carell said before, like, oh, The Office couldn't exist today because you know it's it's um, too offensive and all these things. Like, I, I think the the suicide jokes in particular <laughs> would have gotten. Uh, I mean, post 13 Reasons Why, like now there's usually trigger warnings at the beginning of, of things that even discuss suicide. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that it's a, definitely a tasteless joke to make at, uh, at a company picnic with children present. Yeah. I feel like if that joke was there, the off, like the network, they'd have to put it. A- uh, suicide prevention message at the end and I feel like the writers would never write it because they're like we can't end an well, office episode not... <laughs> with, <laughs> with that you just can't yeah. it's not how it works um, anyway we had a bunch of people 
right in with some mist. So I'm going to go cool. through some other mist cringe moments here. And by, by the thank way, you, Karen. <laughs> thank you, Karen. By the way, you, you notice Karen started out her voicemail. What up, Cynthia? Like everyone does that. Now. <laughs> it's and I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, but. The way we look at our voicemails and how we categorize them on our run sheet when we put it together is like I look for the hello and like their first name in the little in the little Google preview of the message. Yeah. So it's like I can't do that anymore because all of our voicemails just say every Cynthia, 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 Cynthia. Anyway, I keep doing it though. It's funny. Do not stop. Uh, all right, next cringe moment. This, this is from CJ. Um, who emailed in also sent a picture of their Halloween costume uh, along with this, which you should check out, oh, Sean, because yeah. I have not seen um, Over the Garden Wall, but you have. And they oh. went, uh, they went as Greg and Wirt. Amazing from Over the Garden Wall, which I haven't Love seen. That. But I will, I will, I give me your review of that. Uh, they said a a moment that's certainly in my top three, maybe your top five in my top three. So suck it <laughs> is. Aaron and Michael on Secretary's Day, where she gets overwhelmed and hides in her hair room. Oh, sure. <laughs> we had a few That's people a write in with that one. <laughs> Absolutely, the hair room. I'll have um, what she's having. <laughs> uh, Marley Wan wrote in uh, two moments. One is Kevin crying to Pam's breast in Happy Hour. Oh, <laughs> good one. <laughs> we might be desensitized because of how much I we like to play that show, drop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even as I'm talking. <laughs> Uh, she says, I didn't even feel right typing that. Uh, the other one, the most cringe uh, and offensive in any of the episodes is Michael marking the waitress in Benihana. Uh, yeah. Uh, Benihana oh, Christmas. yeah. I can't oh. believe we didn't talk about that. Too. I, that, that is, that's a very good one. That's a, that's cringy terrible. in every <laughs> single way. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Kevin's chili is cringy in real life, but like it is kind of played for Bugs Bunny effect. But like marking the waitress is there's no humor really at all mm. in that moment. <laughs> um, I think in my mind, in, the, in my memory, because the actresses are different, like it overshadows that moment, you know? Yeah, which like is also it, crazy yeah, yeah, that they yeah. just switched act. Yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Lorena wrote in, uh, Jim walking down in the daycare director. Oh, yeah. Taking a poop. Oh, of course. Is yes. pretty darn crazy. I, and just the whole way he tries to recover from that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This from a guy who poops with the door unlocked. It's, it's, it's a safety issue. <laughs> children. Uh, let's see. Jessica wrote in. Oh, uh, I didn't agree with this one, but the uh, Oscar making the It Gets Better video in Fee Family Portrait Studio when Robert California interrupts him, makes his bizarre speech about sexuality, and then Kevin walks up and has this collision with Robert's head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jessica just says that's super cringy. Somebody left that in, in another voicemail as well. I don't think we're going to play it in this episode, but yeah. somebody called that on in as well. So, yeah. Wait, it's funny sorry. the different things that make different people cringe. You know? Kevin mm-hmm. w- w- has a colli- wait. Sorry, Kevin has a collision with Robert California's head. Did I hear? Yeah, like he kind of comes in behind when like Robert California goes back hmm. and like hits Kevin in the face. Oh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> Kevin almost like. <laughs> Takes it as like that a little, is... like a toddler. Like he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> like uh, uh, all right. Okay. I've never noticed that. Um, Kathy wrote in uh, season two. Um, uh, the, in the client, Jim telling Pam that they sort of had a first date when they're on the roof, and Pam says swaying isn't dancing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Uh, the whole did I stutter? Uh, Kathy hates it more than Scott's tots. Stanley seems angry, and it feels really dark for the office. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's pretty darn cringy. <laughs> That's good. That's uh, good. And then D- Dunder Mifflin Infinity is Ryan asking Pam out. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm bummed. I didn't. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I didn't think of that. It, it, I mean, it, it just goes to show how many moments like this are in the. There's so the many. Totality of the show. Yeah. So many. Yeah. I mean, that one in particular is just like it, it's not only that you know that she's already dating Jim. It's that he's coming at it from the power angle of like, yeah, yeah. giving her something if, at work so that she'll go like, it's just, ugh. yep. What a creep. Yep. Uh, and then a few people wrote in, uh, we got this one from David, but that, uh, uh, Jim wearing a, his tuxedo, explaining to Charles why he's wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> <at work>. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that one's really funny, Jimmy. but it is, Super cringy in the room. Your name's Jim, right? How <laughs> <laughs> <That> part is... <laughs> Idris Elba, like, has such gravitas so in that good. moment. So, so yeah. good, yeah. It's like the best actor you could have chosen and for that. We, uh, we talk about the physicality of Jim and Dwight, like how they kind of... Like, because they are able to oppose each other in a good... Like, their physicality sort of matches up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, uh, Idris Elba definitely measures up to Jim in a funny way, or John Krasinski in a funny way uh, mm-hmm. for that oh, kind yeah. of moment as well. It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's that's all the. Uh, oh wait, sorry, shit, I didn't even get to the tots. Um, uh, Jen, oh, this is for, this is from the post on our on our tots feed. Ah, okay, yes, which you can join, which you can join in on. But um, Jen says a, and here comes trouble when Andy says he has sex with a snowman. Okay, yeah. <laughs> when he became uh, the boner champ. For, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan with a hot take. Who's just saying, I still don't think Scott's Tots is cringy. At no point did any parent or school administrator ask Michael for payment in 10 years. <laughs> Too much suspension of discipline. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. That's uh, a, Meredith says... A very uh, large, very gullible group of people. <laughs> Meredith says she can't believe Sean didn't immediately choose Pam's beach game speech. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I mean, I I guess I, I went with Cafe Disco as sort of like to fill that slot, but... I, I, yeah, I mean, to me, that's just like, uh, skip, <laughs> like, moment <laughs> of the show. Uh, sorry. Uh, but yes, uh, thank you for the reminder. I definitely should have dropped it. <laughs> uh, also, Meredith brings up in jury duty when Jim's bring, Jim brings in the kids and Kelly rips up the drawing. Uh, similarly, when Jada oh, yeah. comes in during search committee asking if Jim is the man making her daddy manager, mm-hmm. <laughs> very cringe. <laughs> and finally, Kelly writes in um, Michael forcing Ryan to sit on his lap in Secret Santa. <laughs> oh yeah, you can't <laughs> force an employee to sit on your lap saying, "I need this, I need this." <laughs> uh, all right, that's all. Thank you uh, for everyone who wrote yes. in, uh, called in. Um, and speaking of people who called in, we're going to go to voicemails. Nice one. Excellent. All right. Effortless transition by me. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Uh, okay. Let's start off here uh, f- with a call from Sophia in New York City. Hey, guys. This is Sophia calling from New York City, and I have a question for you. I like the people I work with generally with four exceptions. If someone committed a crime, I did not become a Lackawanna County Volunteer Sheriff's Deputy to make friends. By the way, I haven't. 
<laughs> Who do you think are the four exceptions to the people that Dwight likes at work? Thanks, guys. Love the show. Bye. Thank you, Sophia. Sophia, thank you. Well and prepped. I well lo- executed. I love this new trend of people including <laughs> drops in the voicemails. Very professional. Okay. Um, thank you, Sophia. Who are the four exceptions? Who are the four people that... that this Dwight... is from season two, so... Yeah, drug testing, exactly. So we no, need to no keep Andy, that in mind. No Karen. So mm-hmm. does Michael count? He Well, he no. No, ex- the well, exceptions to people he likes. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so Jim and Pam. Right. Yeah. That Jim, he would say, Even sure. then, but even then with Pam, no that, this is post the injury. Mm. Hmm. Right. So he might so like Pam. Does he now. have a soft spot for Pam yet or at this point? Um, but Jim for sure. Jim is the easy one. Meredith. Yes. I think Meredith is probably the other one. Meredith and Creed are probably safe bets. Mm-hmm. I would put Kevin. And Kevin? I could see that maybe Dwight doesn't like respect Kevin. Or Kevin, uh, yeah. I mean, Dwight's things are like, you know, laziness, unintelligence, you know, <laughs> like. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's a good four. So, so, Jim, Meredith, Creed, Kevin. Yeah, you know, if it were a different point in the show, I might say he might think of Kelly that way. But yeah, early in the show, that isn't the way that Dwight and Kelly are portrayed. You know, he almost, might have a cr- almost he's, crushes. Yeah, he's exactly. So to... I don't think. Yeah, and then Ryan hasn't been around long enough, I think, to make too much of an impression on Dwight. Dwight in the next season tries to take him out on the sales pitch. So yeah, let's let's roll with that. All right. Good job, team. Toby. I think Michael, Toby, no, Michael point, hates generally, Toby. Generally liked by everyone. That's right. At this that's point, right. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Smile for like men's prostates. And Dwight is also He's putting in there. a compla- yeah. <laughs> filing a formal complaint with Toby about just about every day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. I All love right. that. All right. I great. gave Michael the box. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe our public education system let him down so much. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on uh, to Ben in Pennsylvania. Hey, I'm FPC. It's Ben from Reading. Uh, listening to Andy's Ancestry, and I have another thought. Um, there seems to be a unanimous love for one-off characters amongst the three of you, and I'm curious what you, if you have the choice to put yourself in as a one-off character, uh, who you would be, if whether that would be one of the ones that was mentioned but never seen or a brand new one but uh, i would i would have loved to have been one of the it guys like maybe shorts or something um and just <laughs> maybe even just a quick cameo uh with a line or two so i'm curious to see if you uh if you have ever pictured any any of you being in one of those roles um so thanks for the podcast and i will keep listening <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Listen, Thanks, Ben. Um, all right. Who would you be if you were a one-off character? I'll go first because I don't want it to get taken. I <laughs> I want to be part of Dwight's family. I just oh, want to be another, another brother, another cousin. You're, dude, right now you look like you could be with that vest. Thank you. That's you right. Be, <laughs> Sean is wearing a handsome vest today. Yeah. But but it's kind of got it's kind of got Amish vibes. Oh yeah, I would say so. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But that's really the way I'm going in life anyway. So I think uh, that would be that, that's where I'd want to be. Plenty of room for comedy. <laughs> I could see Sean just in like a sepia toned photo in Dwight's house. That would be incredible. Uh, just Carhartt overalls. Mm-hmm. Making mead. Yeah. How about you guys? I would love to be a uh, receptionist at one of the branches. Mm. All over oh, the window. Nice. Yeah. But you only see them once, or maybe even just on a phone call. <laughs> I could see it. I could see you being like, hello, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what's good? You would get like, you get good cameos, but then also your character would have a reason to get involved a lot. Like yeah. if people were visiting the branches and yeah. Yeah. You could go on a little friend date with Rolando and Pam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> As Michael suggests. Um, I think I would like to be a traveling salesman a la Danny Cordray. Mm. Ah, yeah. nice. Maybe not or to the Todd level Packer. Of, yeah, but to, I mean, I'm thinking of just like one-off characters, minor appearances. Right. Packer appears right. quite a bit. Danny's only in a handful of episodes. Uh, I think it would be fun to kind of come in and have like a dedicated role or something yes. like that. And some sort of connection to the characters that they have to explain to the documentary crew or something like that that's great i love that and then you could have a whole storyline about how you went on a date with pam Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) she thought i was too much of a dork (laughs) talked about the office too much yeah (laughs) um it'd be fun to be in the warehouse but that's not quite a one-off i wouldn't say that's a one-off character right you're gonna get Mm -hmm. a lot of play but that would that would be that would be the best you could be i mean maybe you know what I? You know what I would have Vance. actually is uh, one of Robert California's musician friends who just shows up for that one. <laughs> the one who's really good at drumming. Yeah, you could do that. I, I would. I would have liked that role. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe a, a waiter in a restaurant who pours water to interrupt Michael while he's doing yeah. his double date. Co- I, waiter D at Cooper's. Mm-hmm. I shall bring you a bowl of pickles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I'm just trying to think Uh, of characters from the minor character draft. But anyway, sorry. Let's keep going. I know. A student at at the business lecture. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you'd be a great limo lady. Concerned shareholder would be your role role title. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Ben. Let's move on uh, on to the next one here. This is uh, coming from Darren in New Jersey. Hey, fellas, this is Darren from New Jersey. First of all, I want to say you're my favorite and only office podcast. I've been oh. listening for a long time, and you hey, always bring yo. a smile on my face. Uh, <laughs> two things about Jim and Pam. The whole Alex uh, subplot when Pam goes to Pratt was totally ridiculous. Uh, no need for that. <laughs> Total stupidity. And the fact that they were actually pushing for her to have an affair that got asked because the fans were so annoyed by it. It was even more ridiculous. But here's my point. Uh, I always wanted to ask you guys what you thought of this. If if you're Jim, someday when you and Pam are together, you're going to lean over to her and say, hey, by the way, when uh, Toby was going away at the big party, that was all me. Fireworks, the ambiance. Andy totally stole the moment. I was going to propose to you there. Right? I would need that credit. I would need my lead to know that I made the effort. So let me know what you think. Uh, glad you guys are still doing the pod all these years later. 
Uh, take care, guys. Bye. Thanks, Darren. Uh, uh, yeah, I wrote down just one note on this question. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I figure. I figure he would wait until after he'd proposed, right? So once they're engaged, he can be like, "By the way, I did try this already, and I actually spent a lot of money on it." <laughs> yeah, because he puts up the money for the fireworks and the. He sure does. Yeah. On one hand, okay, so plus Michael's shoe money, I think that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Pam is in the room when, and she says, "So, how much anti-gravity potion do you want?" And Angela says, "No, no, you know what? There's not a party planning committee uh, anymore, and I don't want your foot money, and I feel uncomfortable participating." Phyllis, can you plan this party, uh, or can you do? Can this? you do this? <laughs> yeah, and so on, on, I think, but Jim does also give money for fireworks, so that does happen, and I think probably in Jim's mind, he thought that he paid for the whole thing, so. Uh, I would love to have seen in season nine when Jim said or Pam says to Jim, "Tell me something about you I don't know." Right, and he would say, "Ah, I put up the money for Goodbye Toby," and she would say, "No, Michael pulled a bunch of money out of his shoe." It would be. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was Michael's shoe money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that would be a funny moment, similar <laughs> to like, when, <laughs> similar to when Michael or Jim and Pam talk about Dwight dating Angela or hooking up with Angela and they realize like, oh, we should have talked about this a long time ago. We should have started dating her forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it would have been a nice moment to maybe alleviate some of the tension in season nine. That would have been good. I love that, Edwin. I think that would have been a Fantastic. great missed opportunity. Fantastic missed opportunity. answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank great you, question. Darren. Great question. Yeah, thank you. Uh, let's move on. Uh, we're going to Faye in Denver. Uh, sorry, Dave. We're going to Dave <laughs> in North Carolina. Faye, you're on deck. What up, Cynthia? This is Dave from North Carolina. Uh, listening back through the podcast, y'all just celebrated your 50th episode, and I was like, hey, that's cool, and you're so excited, but I know what's coming. And sure enough, seven episodes later, coronavirus in the world went to hell. Anyway. My question for you guys is kind of meta. I think that peak Michael Scott podcast company mm. is Alex interrupting Sean with the drops. It <laughs> kills me every single time. What do you guys think the peak for your podcast is? Thanks. Love the show. Bye. Oh, man. That's, that's really Warning! Fun. Warning! Warning! <laughs> I miss those uh, days. Uh, that makes me happy. Why don't you shut up? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now Alex We're is back. Be so, so much more hey, aggressive. Everyone. Kevin's going to give us his take on the situation. Let's listen up. Go ahead, Sean. <laughs> uh, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> I'm done, too. I'm done, too. Hand, you, can, you can see my hands. Okay. <laughs> he's got uh, his hands up in the air. What he's waving him like he he's waving like he just doesn't hands. care. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think is your your peak podcast? In terms, I guess the question is in terms of what we've yes. like recorded audio for us. Okay, okay, this is a very yeah very meta very just. Yeah. It's not like I'm gonna say our peak was years ago. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have been rolling down the hill like a stone, like a stone that becomes an avalanche. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's true. Uh, um, we saw that shark. And we jumped right over it. Yeah. I mean, what is our peak podcast? I mean, I I certainly love man. Like listener interaction, voicemail, like answering people's voicemails, the questions that you guys come up with can be so much more creative mm-hmm. than than what we think of to discuss sometimes. So, I mean, for me, when is the, when does the podcast like you know reach that point of like you know oh this is awesome? I I think just just getting a, a great question from from somebody and and one that sparks a lot of discussion. So, yeah. I think... That or arguing with Edwin about Cafe Disco being bad. <laughs> um, I think that there's a moment that comes to my head, which is, and Nate falls to his knees, and we all laugh really hard at that. I don't know why that stands out so much, but I think for me, the moments that I enjoy the most on this show is the moments when all three of us are laughing. Um, Mm-hmm. I, I'll say together, even though sometimes it happens when Alex throws in a drop to interrupt Sean. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think whenever we can laugh together, and hopefully the listeners find it funny too, um, <laughs> like that's that's kind of a peak for me, I guess, in terms of like the recorded content that we put out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, for for me, some of so for me, peak podcast would be that small time when like the actual logistics of making the show to me are some of the peak podcasts. Like when we were doing it at open signal, like that mm-hmm. was really fun. Oh, I, right. We that used was to only like a couple Airstream months trailer in a parking lot. <laughs> it was like two months that we did that. Yeah. And, uh, but I really loved Mostly it. Mostly during was, the winter. <laughs> it was during the, it was very cold in there, but the energy was so, like so much better when we're like, we were like in that small well, trailer together. It was a tiny thing. table too. We were, like, we were kind of on top of each other. Yeah. yeah. And we had yeah. pictures of Bob Boylan and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ira Glass and yeah and um, Terry Gross, Terry Gross, yeah, <laughs> our, yeah, staring down upon us with the patron saints yeah. of the microphone, yeah, yeah and and uh, I don't know that that was just a really special period where it was still mm-hmm. like there was still so much left to talk about, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, 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 and it was sort of that we I think we'd just gotten the drops going or somewhere around there that was just a really kind of golden golden time um that was a time when we all lived so close enough to open signal that it was just like an easy pretty easy commute for all of us yeah well it was great and then we'd Um, like go out for a beer afterwards yeah it was nice get some food and like now edwin's in europe sean and i are still kind of close but (laughs) it's a a whole different world now this is all part of my five-year plan a couple years ago i moved to la now i'm in europe so it'll be in Antarctica in, in no time at all. It'll send me It'll out into space. <laughs> crazy. Like looking at our whole lives and just how in particular the last four years we've been doing this show. Mm-hmm. Well, three and a half, almost four is like, it's been some of the biggest life changes we've all ever had. It's been in this period Big time. of the show. Oh yeah. Like, we had so much time to do this show when we weren't doing yeah, anything yeah. for Alex, years. <laughs> I remember when, we were COVID was just hitting. Alex was buying his house with Anne, <laughs> like yeah, you know. And since then, yeah. I, you guys have gotten married. I've gotten married, bought a house. Edwin's traveling the world. Like it's, mm-hmm. I've been married to traveling several he just times. Moved, yeah, <laughs> moved. He's yeah back, sorry, like, <laughs> moved cities, states, countries. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is wild. 
Anyway. I'm off the grid, guys. <laughs> You'll never well, find me. <laughs> well, Faye's been waiting on deck here for like oh, 15 yeah, that's minutes. True. So yes. Let's get over yes. to her. Uh, she's been taking warm-up cuts for a while. She's <laughs> ready. Uh, all right. As as I said, Faye in Denver. Hey, this is Faye. I'm a Denver tot. Nice. My question is, I would like to know the situations that most annoy you on the show. Mine are mostly the fake phone calls. For example, the first episode, Jim is obviously not talking to anyone. And then in Bring Your Daughter to Work Day, Steve Carell does, even Steve Carell does a terrible job with a fake phone call mm. when he says, I promise I'll call you back to a person. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know what annoys you most. What situations annoy you most? Anyways, doesn't matter. Gotta go. Going to the go-go. <laughs> Faye, thank you so much. Great question. Um, That's a great reference. <laughs> uh, yeah, or like that fake phone call when Michael's on the phone with corporate and he's like, these are my friends and I care about them. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you, just tell the, you just tell the mayor he lost six votes. <laughs> uh, I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> and then I took her to the penis museum. <laughs> where tickets were a thousand dollars. That's not a phone call. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, uh, moments in the show that annoy you, maybe kind of more from this. I would say this is almost maybe more from like a production standpoint. They didn't decide to have somebody like actually link up the phone and have someone reading the other lines. And I don't know. It. Um, so, is there anything uh, that that annoys you? Yeah, I have a certain type of situation. Um, happens a handful of times, but it's just when... Do you guys hear that? Yeah, there's yeah. music playing. We're getting a call. Do you want to take it? Yeah. Do you want to take this call? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Faye, sorry. <laughs> Will we be able to hear it? Call from... Hey, guys. This is Tara from Texas. Hey. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, Except. press 2. Accept. Press 1. Hello, Tara. Hello. Hello. Whoa. So, hey, Tara. Hi. We are recording a voicemail episode right now. Right and you now. You just called us, so we picked up. No. Yeah. Hi. Are you serious? This has never no happened way, before. This has never happened. You're live on the show, right? I'm so excited. This has never happened before. Yeah. This is totally. Can you hear Sean and Edwin? Hello. Can I you... only. Is this Alex? Yeah. Am I literally talking to Alex? Okay, so I think, okay, yes, hold on. So, Tara, hang on. so she can only hear me. Okay, uh, okay. It's going through my computer, but okay, Sean okay. and Edwin are here as well. Hello, Tara, okay. if you can hear that. I would love to ask my question to Sean and Edwin. Yeah, this, she has a question. Is, is okay. that okay? They can, hear, they can hear you, by the way. This um, is incredible. Yeah. I think she can only hear me. Okay. If I scream into the that microphone. That is so funny because I literally just, like, typed this out in my notes and I practiced it <laughs> and I was going to leave this awesome voicemail and then I'd hear hello and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that must have been bizarre. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Did I call the wrong number? I know that's why I was in Oregon. Did I, what is happening? Okay. So here's what I was going to say to yeah. you guys. First of all, I was going to say this is Tara from Texas and that's as specific as I'd like to be. <laughs> At least we're still being honest with each other. And then I was going to ask you guys about the other day I was listening to Welcome to Our Show, which is the new girl as part of the Emmy nomination process. Mm -hmm. Every actor has to submit 
um, an episode to the committee that they feel like best represents their work as that character. Oh. And it got okay. me thinking, I wonder what Steve Carell submitted mm. every single season oh. to the Emmy nomination wow. committee. Even though he was never he never won, which is a travesty. Right. I would just mm. love to hear y'all's thoughts about you know, which episode should he have submitted for season one that represents his be- his best work as Michael Scott and season two and so forth for his oh, seven man. seasons. So Whoa. that was my question. <laughs> Tara, that That's is a great such question. a good question. Thank great you so question. much. I, this is awesome. We, I, I can't believe this has ever happened. Uh, <laughs> in... And it's so funny because I've been wanting to believe it myself for so long and I was like, no, no. And then just now I was like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm calling. Here I go. So that worked nice. out so great. Excellent. Well, I, I think um, maybe since since you can't hear Sean and Edwin, uh, we'll just yeah. go ahead and answer this. Um, we'll hang up and answer it, and then we'll we'll put this episode out tomorrow, and you can um, you can hear it. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be so much fun! Also, side note, <laughs> yeah. Alex, I feel like your laugh when you really start laughing hard and you're really cracked uh, up. I feel like you sound exactly like John Krasinski when he on the bloopers starts laughing and really gets cracked yeah. up. So you, you need to do a drop challenge where you put yourself side by side with John and let's see. Okay. If you can <laughs> I, I, I think I know the specific noise that you're thinking of. Uh, I do too. Yes. It's that little yes. like yes. I'm losing it and I can't hold it in. Yeah. Yes. That is apt. <laughs> well, it was so oh, fun man. to speak with you. We, I love your podcast. You guys are so much fun to listen to. And, um, Thank you for answering the phone. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. <laughs> Thank you, Tara. So Thank you. Yeah, well, okay. keep a listen out, and I uh, hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, thanks, Alex. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> thanks, wow. Tara. That wow, this is going to happen again later <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> if people realize they could do this, they're going to start trying to time it. It's Kismet. <laughs> I, I guess we could do call-ins now. I, yeah, I, yeah. Well, if they could, we can figure out how they can hear us. We'll work on. I'd that. have to. I'd have to really engineer that. But okay. Yeah, this could just be a live show from here on out. Mm-hmm. There you go. No more prep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you want to? Let's. I think we should lightning round this question. Like we should just go. Like yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. so Sorry. Think, just answer. Faye is back on no. deck for one second. <laughs> uh, no, I think um, like Phyllis says. Yeah. Uh, to Michael. Don't think just answer. Best yeah. best uh, work is Michael Scott seasons one through nine. Do you want to what go one through nine? Yeah, I mean, or one through seven. One through seven plus nine is a bonus. Yeah. Okay, I mean the injury is definitely going to be on. Okay, wait, wait. On my season list. one. Okay, season one. Sorry, um, diversity day. I'll say basketball. Uh, I'll say the I'll say the pilot. Okay. Okay. Season, season two. Season two. The injury. I already said that. I'll take the Dundies. The client. Uh, the client's the client a pretty does. good one. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, I'm taking I'm taking boys and girls. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Casino Night's also great. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, I said it already. Yep, season three. Season three. Season three, the merger. Ha, or good, or, or I mean, a... even Gay Witch Hunt is. <sighs> Pick one. Beach games. <sighs> I'm gonna oh, say merger. The, no, the yeah, yeah okay. I'm going to take the I already convict. Said, I, already, I already said beach games. I can't uh, I'm going to okay. take the convict. All right, season four. <laughs> uh, Money. Season four. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That yeah, is I mean, a good you, one take for... di- you take dinner party, but I'm taking that's a good one. <laughs> I'm going to uh, take goodbye, Toby. Yeah, that's good, too. 
season Survivor five. Survivor Man is a lot of Michael. Ah, oh, my <laughs> Survivor Man, Survivor is, man a is a lot of Michael. That's a good pick. Ooh, in unison. Yeah. <laughs> season um, five, I'm taking MSPC. I'm going to take um, Company Picnic. Yeah. Mm. Weight loss is also great. But company Picnic, I can't, I can't revisit. I got to stop. Crime Aid, <sighs> fantastic. Mm-hmm. I got to go Michael Scott. Circuit. Has a it has a wide range from Michael. That's great. Also, no, that's two-parter, two-parter, you yeah. get a lot yeah, of meat, a lot of meat a, on the bone. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Season six. Uh oh, man. Who? <laughs> um, uh, Gossip. Oh. <laughs> I might even say. Well, murder. <laughs> you got him doing an accent the whole time. He's in a dialect the whole time. Uh, or, or there's a lot of emotion in the lover. Also, yeah, there yeah. is. <laughs> I'm gonna take uh, koi pond for the acting that Good was required. One. Good one. I I I got gossip just because of all the rumors and everything that he has to do and clean <laughs> yeah. up and him interacting with the interns. Yeah. Um, Season seven. I mean. Counseling. Mm. That's a good one. You get a thank you, doctor. Take dramatic... two of these and call me in the yeah. morning. <laughs> That's pretty darn good. Uh, um... uh, I can go with uh, Goodbye, Michael. Yeah, I think. I mean, Kinda that's have got. To. You've yeah. even got a genuine performance for, or it's not even a performance, right? You mm-hmm. get a genuine reaction from the actor in that episode mm-hmm. when they start singing to him. Yeah. Well, that's Michael's last Dundies. I'll take Michael. I was going to say, oh, I'm, I'm right. going to take Sorry. Michael's last Dundies. There you go. It all, yeah, they can, they can blur together. I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Season eight. <laughs> uh, well, that's it. Mm-hmm. Season nine, I'll take the finale. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I picked it. Uh, awesome. Uh, again, Tara, thank you for calling in. Uh, do we... Uh, uh, guys, uh, that call came in in the middle of uh, Faye's uh, yes. <laughs> question. Let's go back. Was, all I, had, what, I was answering what yeah. moments I find uh, yes yes uh, to to annoy me. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, and for me in the show, it's those moments when a character could just take two to three seconds to really quickly explain what just happened or what they're thinking, and everything would be resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. This happens several times. Obviously, the most notable one for me is is Pam in art school, when she could just be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm in the wrong class." Yeah. All you have to say. Yep. Yep. Please sit down. Yeah, and also that would never happen. Would so. never happen. Um, another one is um, Jim is this way with Charles a lot, like with the rundown. Yeah, like yeah. Jim just be like, when you say a rundown, what exactly? Just like uh, you just want a just, list of clients and yeah, just, <laughs> like just clear it up, man. <laughs> um, I get why he doesn't, but like, come on. Um, and then the other one would be Holly when when the reveal of you know Kevin. You know who's not mentally challenged. <laughs> Which you could just be like, no, Dwight. Dwight totally tricked me. Like Dwight said he was. Like just, yeah. just say what happened. Anyway, those those or, yeah. moments are like, come on, guys. For me, I think a lot of it is there is something very funny when Jim can't escape and has mm-hmm. to kind of struggle and score him in a situation. I feel like the writers go to that well a little too often in the later seasons. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's sure. not. It's not super annoying. It just feels like it's it's uh, a little overdone. Where it's super underdone, maybe in the first part of the series. Mm-hmm. Mm. Overbaked, underproved. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let's move on. Thank you, Faye. Thank you, Thank you Faye. Faye. Thank All you, right. Faye. <laughs> All right, let's get over to... Uh... Call him in, guys. Call him in. Yes. Let's go over to... Oh, this is a this is a wild voicemail. Let's go over to Chris in Michigan. Yo, it's Chris from Michigan calling again. Man, I just want to say, I'm, you know, I'm still pissed, man. <laughs> I understand. Like, I, I had my mouth all ready for some hash. Okay? Now, so one of you might get this reference. It's from uh, Harlem Knights. Red Fox talking to Della Reese. And uh, he wanted some hash. He didn't make the hash. You guys. I want some eggs and eggs. Anyway, um, the point is, I was ready for the Michael Scott podcast company like I'm used to on Thursday. But then today I had to remember, oh, you guys are only doing one episode every two weeks. And we hope this will be a bigger episode every two weeks. That's great. But I need my Michael Scott podcast company every week. I need it. I can't live without it. What am I going to do? <laughs> no, seriously, though, but I'll miss you guys. And uh, please, make next week, like, it's got to, like, the episode's got to be, like, three hours long now or something, man. So I can like, <laughs> listen to an hour and a half. Or can you do, like, uh, uh, two episodes every two weeks so I can, like, parcel them out through the day? Like, Michael, like, please, I need it. I need it. We need it. Ah! <laughs> oh man! Wow, Chris, thank Incredible. you. Incredible. <laughs> okay, I'm adding. What, he said Harlem Nights. That's going to the top of my yeah. watch list. I'll try and watch that tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for um, clarifying the reference. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but and thank you for your voicemail. Uh, that sounded incredible. like Chris Tucker at the end too. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> um. Well, Chris, uh, I think, I mean, how are you guys? I mean, we've been trying to do some some more every week type stuff. I think you might see some weekly content dropped for the for the rest of this year. I'm not promising anything. but You can't see it, but Sean is dancing around a line. <laughs> <laughs> He's walking uh, a very fine line on his I... tiptoes. <laughs> I, I, we hear you. P's outfit on. I'll just say this: uh, we we want to put out a show every week, so like we're yeah. we're trying to figure that out. Uh, I think I think we kind of hope plan to get back to that cadence. Um, so thank you, thanks for your patience, thanks for wanting it so bad <laughs> that uh, we're we're, we're 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 working on it. Calling in to yell at us helps too. Of just someone being like, "Hey, <laughs> get your act together, guys! <laughs> like I need this." Sometimes you need a pep talk. Because uh, as much as we need it, it helps to know that other people need it. And uh, yes. that makes it a lot easier to do when it's, you know, being received that way. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, we want to do it. We want to stay on the weekly cadence. It's just been tough. So yeah. we're trying the best we can. And we're, we're going to keep trying the best we can. And Limo Lady, we're going carbon neutral. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you. I mean, incredible, incredible and, yeah, work there. Thank you. Really thank amazing you, stuff. You, yeah. Really piece of art. All right, uh, let's move on to Kelly down in Florida. Uh, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee while I play this, uh, okay. so I'll be right back, but we'll just All keep right. it rolling. Okay. Hi, this is Kelly calling from Florida, 
And I just wanted to tell you that my husband and I were sitting here trying to find something to watch on Hulu when we come across The Office based in India. It is all... made by BBC. They have a Diwali episode and <laughs> I have watched 12, probably two minutes of it and I'm super excited to watch the rest of it and I kind of want you guys to watch at least the pilot or maybe the Diwali episode and say something about it because it's, I didn't know it existed and if you guys already existed then pretend you didn't because I'm really excited. <laughs> uh well, Alex is, thank, is still gone, but thank, thank you. Thank yeah, you thank you, Kelly. Um, so, well, 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 let me pose it to you this way, I guess. Uh, and here comes Alex back with his coffee. He's walking up to the microphone now and sitting down. Um, my thought listening to this voicemail is, well, first of all, did you guys know about this version of The Office? Uh, yeah. Yes. I. It's It's fairly new, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. It might be. I, I've it's... just seen clips going around. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like... Um... Yeah, it looks like it's from 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that might be... It just might be two seasons. So anyways, th- yeah. Um, uh, yes, I knew about this. Th- I mean, there are other offices in... Other countries? Did you did you guys know about that? Other countries have office buildings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, my question for you guys is, is: It just made me think of this. So we have the, the office, obviously in the UK. We have this American version of the office. This version in India. What other countries would maybe you like to see? There's also that SNL sketch of the office set in Japan mm-hmm. when Steve Carell was mm-hmm. host. Um, what other countries would you like to see? Um, so I'm just going to say there are other offices in other countries. There's yeah. La Job in Canada. There's mm-hmm. La Office in Chile. You got Czech Republic, Finland, France, Germany, India, Israel, Poland, Sweden, UK, US, and South Africa. Those are all the versions that exist. Okay, all of those are off the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you if you do enjoy uh, the office other versions of the office there's all those ones to go check out but i i mean i'd love to see the office mexico i'm surprised that's not on the list Hmm, that'd be cool yeah i don't know why yeah (laughs) uh actually sorry i'll I'll finish my thought real quick (laughs) i'll just finish my thought uh when we were in mexico city we went to we a tour guide took us to um um like luchador wrestling and they were like everyone in Mexico city is very polite. And then this is where they let it all out. And it's like, you know, just normal people screaming the most offensive things they can think of. And everyone's just having a great time. So I don't know. I feel like, you know, maybe the, um, uh, the way that society is that you could play with, with, you Mm. know, with that, with anyways, everyone being polite all the time. Go ahead, Alex. Sorry. No, no, that's a good answer. I'm th- I was actually thinking I'd like to go I don't even know where it would be but just going way back in time like medieval time office <laughs> you know, like, but like same same feel same same general it's, it's, it's called the for, farm yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much mm-hmm. like the first like yeah 
letterpress shop making yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> the old shop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Victoria, old, like old Victorian England. Something like that. Um, I'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ye, ye old shop. That's what it's called. Yeah, ye old yeah, shop. That's what it's right. called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Uh, they I, eat many of the same foods that Dwight brings to uh, Dwight Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know something way at it. Like, yeah, give me like a Mongolia or Kazakhstan, just something way mm-hmm. out there. Pop I thought you were gonna say set way distant in the way distant future. Way distant future. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas way future. Um, I think obviously uh, the Philippines uh, just from uh, being. Yeah. Filipino that's uh, something I'd love to see. Uh, also, I recently watched uh, a K-drama, and they had uh, like depictions of office culture, and it made me wonder like what that would be like in like a Korean setting. But, oh, yeah. I'm almost surprised mm-hmm. that that one doesn't exist. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like there is... Um, I mean, India is, is the closest you get to um, an Asian version of the show. I've seen so. like the title sequence of that one. It's cool. Yeah. Is so? Is there a Japanese one or not? Nope. It was just that skit. Okay, that I mean, mm-hmm. I would love to see. So there you go. Yeah, that's that, true for sure. Mm-hmm. Like especially the the that could be a much more depressing show, possibly. <laughs> it, that could end up being, yeah, even darker than the UK version if yeah. you want it to be. And and you could uh, you could get the yakuza involved, get Hide uh, involved in that show, mm-hmm. and they can maybe sell mm-hmm. go with Ryan's story. idea for origami. Yeah, <laughs> the sushi of paper. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, awesome. Great. Awesome. Thank you. Great question, Kelly. Let's go to. Uh, uh, we got two more here. Uh, this next mm-hmm. one is from cool. Tiffany. Hi, this is Tiffany from Brooklyn, New York. I have a question. I am very confused as to why characters in the office wouldn't laugh when funny things are happening. Like mm. when Oscar is doing his Please play Tyson voice. <laughs> why wouldn't you laugh at that? Like why can people not break? I don't understand. What's the reason? I laugh at everything, so maybe that's why I think people should be laughing. But I don't understand why they have to keep a straight face when funny things are happening because when funny things happen to me at work I laugh so I don't get why other people can't in the office and I'm probably going over the time so I'm gonna hang up now (laughs) 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 Tiffany thanks for your call um uh that's a good question I like this question um yeah why do why don't people laugh in the office when funny things are happening I I would say that it's because you have to remember that those characters aren't present in the moment. Typically when they're in that conference room, they're all sitting there thinking, I have so much work to do. I should be back at my desk. This is so stupid. So part of it might be that they're not even really totally engaged or paying attention. Um, and I think also just like, Way off I, mic there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, how often, I mean, wouldn't, I mean, as someone who works in an office uh, a lot, I think funny things happen all the time that no one laughs at. You know, you don't want to, 
embarrass people or you don't want to you want to just keep a professional vibe and yeah i don't know yeah that's a good point i think it's realistic is what sure. I'm, is it what also I'm has Sometimes. to be played that way for comedy right it has to be it has to be taken itself seriously that's why it's funny for the viewer is that no one is laughing when that thing is happening and that's just just making a comedy show but mm-hmm. i i agree if you shine you're right when you look back with awkward things happen or like there's a lot of times i will it's just sort of like head down and in my head i'm thinking i can't wait to tell the story later to somebody because yeah. it's really oh, yeah. funny but i yeah. didn't laugh in the moment because it wouldn't it wasn't appropriate for whatever right reason. right i think that yeah like you said a lot of it has to do with the fact that the the comedy derives from like the awkwardness or the tension of the situation a lot of times or the fact that characters kind of misunderstand each other or they're miscommunicating you know um like uh I, I think that's just a big piece of it um and there is actually a moment where the characters all laugh at a ridiculous situation it's in healthcare in season one they all start laughing at the fake diseases and mm. i kind of wish there were more scenes like that um mm. where the characters could kind of laugh but it also sure. kind of paints i mean the image of the office that is portrayed by the other characters i think it yeah. can it's I mean, Stanley is talking about this is a run-out-the-clock situation um, where they're <laughs> working down in the warehouse, and I think there are like elements of that that just have to be preserved. That the fact that everybody just kind of wants to go home, that they don't really care about being friends because Michael wants to bring everyone together as a family so much. Um, I agree that yeah, I wish there were a couple more scenes, kind of like that scene in healthcare where the characters could laugh a little bit. Um, but we get Game's more caption isolated. contest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. Great example. Great yeah. example. Or when. Yeah. Um, when they laugh about like they they the Cole laughs laughs about Jim, like maybe get, get some records or something or yeah, um, yeah. ran out of or me- messy spray for his babies. hair. I mean yeah. Ko- koi yeah. pond. I mean there's mm-hmm. like as the show goes on, I think I th- I think that's part of it too. Like as the show goes on, they're all so comfortable now with each other. They don't think about things. They don't worry about stuff like embarrassing each other or yeah. You know, well, and like they laugh even, at jokes that are told in the show, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. a lot of the times, but they don't necessarily aren't laughing at the moments because they don't have the vantage point that we do. Right. Like Kevin laughs at the Michael's narc joke. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. Of, I think the other thing, too, is in the early seasons, Jim and pa- Pam laugh so much together that mm-hmm. the other characters not laughing kind of make it's kind of funny because it's like, oh, they don't they aren't so delightful. You know, mm-hmm. not everyone sees them that way. Like like Dwight says, the new boss doesn't find Jim adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I think that's just part part of it, but yeah, you know, it's funny too. Like there are, I, I think it's How I Met Your Mother. There is a sitcom where they do show scenes of characters laughing like that, and it kind of takes you out of the moment a little bit. Hmm. I, yeah. I I I haven't seen that, but I I I mean, it just makes me think of too. Like it's like this is part of the office. Like this, I mean, you look at um, you know that Big Bang Theory clip where someone removed all the oh, laugh yeah. track, and it's and it's you know arguably not funny anymore. Um, I mean, the beauty of the office is that all these jokes are landing with no cues to you that you're supposed to laugh, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that that's what, uh, it's one of the things that makes the office unique and great. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think, I think there's certainly times where it's like, I, I think your specific example, Tiffany of Oscar doing the voice during the murder (laughs) thing is a moment where they might have broke because they're already engaged in this. They're already playing a game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So I Stanley agree laughing that. during Scott's tots, probably one of the best laughs of the whole show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, easily. <laughs> but, but then, you know, it, uh, on the other side of it, it's like you probably wouldn't laugh in the room during dinner party at any time. No. Even yeah. though that's yeah. one of the funniest episodes. No. It's just like yeah. no way. But, yeah, mm-hmm. great question. All mm-hmm. right, let's move on um, to our last one. This one is from Bailey in New Hampshire. Oscar, I'm going to need a list of every man you've ever had sex with. I'm talking train stations, men's rooms, flower shops, <laughs> firework celebrations, fence with a hole in it, moonlit gondola, carriage ride through Central Park, the woods behind the liquor store, the swamp behind the old folks' home, electric car dealership, the Democratic Party. Oscar, think about it. Think. Hey, guys. This is Bailey from New Hampshire. Been a longtime listener of the podcast. Really love what you guys are doing. Um, I just wanted to ask you uh, what you guys believe are some of the backstories for some of these people that end up in the office. Like, for example, I know we all know Andy went to an Ivy League. So what do you think, you know, the requirements are for these jobs that these people are getting inside the office? Thanks so much and keep doing what you guys are doing. Bye. Thank you, Bailey. Um, That's a great question. Great question. Yeah. So um, you mentioned Andy, of course, went to an Ivy League school. I will say I watched a interview with Creed uh, one time where he explained that he and uh, Ken Quapis came up with a whole backstory for Creed that Ed Truck picked him up as a hitchhiker and then they sort of went on a fear and loathing trip together and <laughs> and he ended up with a job after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, you get little hints, too. You get, like, you know, Kevin was applying for a job in the warehouse, and Michael picked him as an accountant. So that kind of points to, okay, who who is Kevin really then? Um, uh, I don't know. Um, what, are, what are some other ones um, that, that come to mind for you guys? I like this question because it kind of calls out the fact that The Office is a really unique mix of people and a really unique mix of characters. Like, their ages are often highlighted as differences and often are jokes for Michael. Um, but we don't really, and we don't really get a sense of where everyone came from. I think yeah. we get a sense from Pam that she kind of took a job as a young person and stayed in that job for a while. And, and like, that's kind of how she found her way, just being in The Office. Same with Jim a little bit. I think they both kind of thought it might have been temporary stops. Um, mm-hmm. I think I would love to know more about Stanley's backstory as a salesman. I mean, he's been working there for so long. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, with Phyllis and yeah. and and uh, <laughs> Stanley used to be uh, a Black Panther, or you know, <laughs> yeah. close mm-hmm. to. <laughs> oh, I'm, I've meant to bring this up, but we've we've had people ask us about verbal earworms, and mm-hmm. the, uh, Stanley saying, "Look at those biceps." is is one of those anyway we were fighting the power and whatever (laughs) whatever we wanted uh this this brings up the question though like with stanley and other people i wonder how many people are from scranton like we know phyllis Mm. you know michael Michael? pam jim jim like the people but like i feel like we would have heard that that's well it was jim's alma mater so it was like they did Mm -hmm. go to jim's high school jim's parents live in scranton so right ryan's mom drives into work so he must they must he must have from scranton Scranton. but you got to think some people must have come from like like i could see stanley he wasn't probably i I can't imagine there was an active black panther wing in scranton but maybe in philadelphia so i'm gonna like you know is stanley from philadelphia and then Mm -hmm. one of his wives he moved out you know to scranton (laughs) or something and then stayed there yeah 
I, um, I think I think certainly Meredith had a really wild ride before. I think she had a kid and then had to settle down and get a job. But mm-hmm. I could have seen I could see her being like, like not even having a a permanent home or job and just kind of traveling around, mm-hmm. like being a groupie for a while for a rock band or something <laughs> like that. Um, never letting the party die. Um, we busted. Get, we, Toby we used know. to be in the convent. Seminary. <laughs> the seminary. Yeah. yeah. The convent. <laughs> what a creep. <laughs> um, I mean, there's that line from Daryl where he says, what college you go to, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Let's go. So it makes me wonder that, you know, think that Michael, he talked about working in a fast food restaurant. Um, well, talking about working men's in a warehouse. men's warehouse. <laughs> and you think probably he got a sales job and just kind of wrote it out in Dunner Mifflin. Mm-hmm. Um and then you get this thing from Dwight during the new leads episode when they're in the dump and they're they're talking and Michael says you've changed and Dwight says when I first met you I had a lot of job offers I had an offer from, from Ivan Shartsky the Ivan Shartsky and if I had assistant managed him assistant to the managed him that's uh, low I would be number two right now at a Home Depot <laughs> <laughs> like imagine Dwight the Home Depot uh, assistant to the regional manager yeah I th- I think. <laughs> Excuse me. I think um, like there's plenty of people like Jim, Pam, um, you know, maybe even someone like Phyllis, you know, who's like I I think there's a lot of people who like couldn't like Jim and Pam in particular didn't know what they want to do with their lives. And I think that they probably if they even went to college, because I don't know, do we even find out if they did did jim just go to like community college in scranton or i think maybe a few of them have that kind of a background not yeah i don't want to say certain characters but that seems like something that might happen yeah not not to say like i just think that like they they didn't they didn't know what they wanted to do or couldn't decide what they wanted to do and so there was a little bit of kind of just hanging out and not really doing much of anything and accepting their fate <laughs> so i feel like jim and pam in particular kind of have boring backstories i feel like jim probably moved in with his best friend from high school that's who his roommate is during the karaoke party and mm-hmm. yeah yeah they're not like yeah, a lot of them aren't that terribly old um you know probably i'm sure aaron probably had a similar trajectory to pam mm-hmm. uh in scranton but Although she might aaron have moved had around. i mean foster, we actually get the foster we actually yeah exactly yeah. we actually get her background we know I, um daryl same thing i mean you know they probably they're, they're not that old when we first meet them I'd love an origin story of how Dwight makes it off the farm and into a corporate world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why like, is where, he? Because his parents, here? yeah. Now I'm thinking of, um, sorry, to go back to Daryl, I'm thinking of when he talks about working at a gas station in the summers. Mm-hmm. And Aaron's like, see, I bet you wouldn't sell that for all the money in the world. He's like, if I were broke, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah it's i guess um it's funny like characters that come in later seem to have a little more backstory like they Mm -hmm. have to justify why they're there like when i think about aaron even gabe robert california 
Joe Bennett. Uh, even D'Angelo, yeah. you kind of get more of like who he is. He um, was a homeless Annie man. Shelto. <laughs> Annie Annie Shelto. So it's funny when like they come in later. It's it's they have to be like, who are you? Why are you here? But you, that's not really necessary at the beginning. And the show's pretty unconcerned with Oscar's, you know, how he grew up, you know, or yeah, what what how did Meredith get that way, or even where did Todd Packer, you know, where did he come from? <laughs> yeah, um, it does, doesn't really matter, but it's fun to talk about. Good yeah, question. a fun question. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We have time for Top of Swiss Miss because we cut Excellent. it last week. And all boy, right. oh boy, am I ready. Thank you. Thank you for all the voicemails, by the way. This is an excellent batch. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and we'll <laughs> meet back up in the conference room. <laughs> that means conference room, five minutes. No, no, five seconds. Hello and welcome to Top of Swiss Miss where I regale... Sean, Alex, and all of you with some tales from uh, my time here in Switzerland. Um, <clears throat> these are kind of random things. Uh, I think it was on a main feed episode, but I talked about getting stopped and asked for directions a few mm-hmm. episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought they were telling me that I was breaking some sort of etiquette or law, but later <laughs> it was clarified that they were asking me for directions. I have been asked for directions like four or five more times since then. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, you have so, a kind face. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. It's it, for whatever reason, like, I, and I have to do the same thing where I'm just, I can't, I can't help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even sometimes I, I kind of know what they're talking about, but like, I don't, I can't actually give them directions besides like pointing. Are they or, Americans? Yeah. No, they come up to me and speak in German and like, or Swiss German, and I funny. can't help them. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, you just have reason. a, you just have an approachable aura, Edwin. You're just like that guy. So. That gentleman will help us. Mm-hmm. He seems safe. Hello and welcome to Zurich, Switzerland. <laughs> um, okay, here's yeah. another one. Yeah, just uh, when they ask, just give them a QR code to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, marketing, baby. A couple weeks ago, I went to a concert, and while they were letting everyone in, like it was kind of a big crowd to kind of move in through these. The what concert? Uh, Jacob Banks. He's like an R&B soul singer from the UK. Really, cool. really good. Highly, highly recommend. Cool. An amazing show. He has an incredible voice. Yeah. Nice. Um, but as we were all filing in, there was a guy who was kind of like hurrying through the crowd, cutting through the crowd with like a plate of what looked like a risotto walking into a crowded concert hall. It was one of the funnier, more out of context <laughs> things I had ever seen. Like, why would you need to deliver a risotto to a concert? I later, uh, I stood behind the mixing table when, uh, during the show, and I'm pretty sure that's where it went. Oh, <laughs> but just as visual of a guy carrying a, a risotto into a concert venue was just yeah. absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Um, as a sequel to, I told the story about when I moved to LA and I was like, what say we do, <laughs> uh, when I moved to LA and I got a massage and the lady kept saying tight, everything tight. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> remember that. So I, I got a massage when I was in Basel a couple weeks ago for, to watch this tennis tournament and, mm-hmm. and same sort of thing. Like, you know, just kind of just stress for moving and trying to find a new place, walking a lot more and, like I was at a certain point during the massage, I told the lady, like, it's, it's okay. It feels really good. And she laughed for a long time. She's like, I had no idea. <laughs> it was what? the same sort of experience where a, what they're like, seat, this must be, she's like, I don't know how you're, I like, I, I, did, I wasn't sure if you were enjoying it or not. Like but it was a very funny sequel to that story, which I would have totally forgotten if not somebody had brought it up on another voicemail. Um, another one. Uh, I accidentally bought scented toilet paper. <laughs> 
Oh, which <laughs> scented toilet paper. I didn't even realize existed. Like, I feel like that's a punchline from like that's, 90s sitcoms or something. But that's not smells, a thing in America. It smells is so it? strong. It's gross. <laughs> I accidentally bought some once, too. It is Ooh. it is the devil's work. It's so bad. I opened oh. this cabinet where and I was, oh, what does that smell? Yeah, it's. Yeah. Oh, God. It's really strong. Is it that's that's gross. Geological. Doesn't seem like it'd be good for your for your nethers. No, yeah, uh, I'm not. Add, I want to add more <laughs> fragrances, chemicals in uh, there. Hell no. No. It already the, smells like poop. Then, like what? What's it going to cover it up? <laughs> it was just. I didn't realize that it existed. It was a very strange thing to. Stumble I didn't upon. know that but, existed. Uh, and then uh, last thing, I've, I'm apartment hunting. Like I'm trying to find an apartment. It's pretty difficult. Um, I've seen a ton of places and applied at a few. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, these, uh, and a lot of these places like are that like a lot of people will show up to an open viewing and sometimes these people will have really long conversations with either the landlord or the tenant or who's ever showing the property in German or Swiss German. And then like, I'm waiting there to ask a question. They like talk for so long. And then I'm like, so laundry's downstairs. And they're like, yes. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, what were they talking about? Like, I they're like, oh, that guy just asked the same thing. It's a very, very <laughs> funny experience to just like they have these long conversations about all sorts of things, and I feel like I'm not asking the right questions. But that's a uh, uh, lost in translation when Bill Murray is doing the Japanese uh, whiskey commercial. Oh yeah, and the director Ooh. is like going on and on and on in Japanese, and then the translator just turns to him and goes, "Look into the camera." And like, I can't remember what she keeps saying the same thing over and Try over again. And he's just like, yeah, and he's just like, that can't possibly be everything he said. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like when Conan went to Korea, okay, and he like adopted this octopus, and he thought it was a male, but it turns out it's it's a female octopus, and like they have the person at the aquarium say to the translator what the difference is, and they speak for a really long time, and then the translator's like, they have different legs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, that is exactly the kind of translator I would be. Because, like, <laughs> well, as, as an audio editor, like I, I've said this before. Like, I do this in my head as people talk to me, and I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, you could cut that. You could start here. Didn't need that entire preamble. Right. But if, if I was a translator and someone did that, yeah, I would just give them the like. This is all, what they're trying to say. Is this short thing? Oh, sure. There's plenty of times when someone tells you a story, and you're like. I really just needed the end. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it is almost their so, responsibility sorry, to just be yeah. like, you didn't, there was a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. All, they have different so, Yeah. So what time did your flight land? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for this apartment, where do I park my bike? Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. It's like, uh, you know, stranger in a strange land for now, at least. So yeah. it's just funny to, funny to navigate. But I will continue to uh, write down more things that happen here, and uh, I will share it with you on the podcast. Please awesome. do. Love the top of Swissmas. Thank you, Edwin. Thank you, everyone who called in and left us a voicemail. You can call and leave us a voicemail at 503-694-9314. Uh, of course, we love to play them on the show. We should have another. We'll probably do another voice bag at some point before the end of the year. So give, give us the a voice bag. I, I say here on out, we call them voice bags. <laughs> 
I punched uh, him right in the voice bag. You guys ever go to that karaoke bar voice bag? Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, you could also email us mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Would love to see some uh, some more trivia in there. So if you've if you've been wondering, should I send in some trivia? Do it. Are we going to do trivia, um, by the way? Oh, not today. Okay. Uh, and then <laughs> I think we're out of time. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott Podcast Company. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. Uh, we're on patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Become a Scott's top for five bucks a month. You get a bunch of bonus mailbag episodes. Uh, we got one coming up for November, actually. We haven't done ours yet. Um, so that'll be that'll be out soon. If you were, and, if you uh, were to join now, uh, as we, you're we, listening, we to put this. up our prompt for questions. We'll do that next week. You can you can get involved. That's right. That's right. Um, so, um, so do it. Uh, we donate a portion of those funds to the Third Good Marshall College Fund. So, very special thank, thanks to uh, our well, Scots Tots. I think we're we're due to, to put in the donation, but let's do a we yearly. Should... Uh, maybe at the end of the year, we can we can I, so, do the amount. I, I yeah, just to say, like, I want to like I, I at least want to tell the Tots how much money we've donated. There was like a transition for our bank accounts, so like I think Alex, I think you and I need to look back into the past. Uh, to crunch, to come crunch, up a t- with a total, but it, I mean, it's like it's thousands good, of dollars at this point. It's awesome. Um, oh, a lot. It's more than that. So, and lo- lots of textbooks and lithium batteries for those for those uh, for those folks. <laughs> uh, so, very special thanks to our tots. Uh, thank you to Ryan Lloyd who designs our artwork. Uh, this episode was recorded over video chat. Thank you for listening. Thanks for sending us uh, your email messages, your comments, your your voice bag messages. Uh, we, we love them all. And, uh, you know, Peak Podcast is actually interacting with everyone. And especially, yeah. I think, of the moments where we've been able to interact with people in real life who are listeners. I know that's kind of difficult just based on geography sometimes, um, where everybody is. But the, the fact that we've been able to interact to connect with so many people uh, and to think that this show reaches you and can make you laugh or smile or think about the show in a different way, um, that's, the, that's the pinnacle of our show. Um, so the, thank you very much, uh, as always. And take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity Poppy, give me this holiday. Yes, sir. Your name is Jim. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.